0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the club. So many of you know that I struggled with infertility and I've shared how I overcame that diagnosis with good nutrition and a really wonderful book called Taking Charge of Your Fertility. But I also had another resource during that time that I haven't talked much about. Um, I went to a functional medicine doctor. You know after my husband put his foot down on not pursuing fertility treatments i was desperate i was desperate he was not for that if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts you might remember that he was like there's nothing wrong with you and he was comparing me to the cows out in the pasture he was like these things take time that's just nature you know and i was not happy to say the least (laughs) but um in the end it turned out to be a blessing because it made me seek alternatives and part of that was reading about nutrition using these techniques I you know laid out in that that book I mentioned taking charge of your fertility and also seeking alternative medicine so I found out about this naturopathic doctor near me and somehow I convinced my husband to go with me to the appointment he was skeptical but I was so insistent I was like you know the least you can do is go do this with me Um, and it wasn't cheap, you know. It was like three hundred and fifty dollars for the appointment, and that was out of pocket. You know, insurance doesn't cover that. Um, but it was such an interesting, like, otherworldly experience. You know, I I didn't really know what to expect, but um, you know, when we walked when we walked in, we talked a lot. He asked me a lot about, um, you know, what I ate and my digestion and one thing he did which i thought was so funny um he pricked my finger and took you know to get a blood sample and we looked at it together under the microscope and so we're looking at my blood he's like what did you have for lunch (laughs) i was like um enchiladas (laughs) you know not very healthy i mean just gorged on chips and enchiladas he's like Yeah, your blood's real sluggish looking here. And I found that so fascinating. I was like, you can tell that I ate a crappy lunch by looking at my blood right now. It just kind of blew my mind. So, you know, like I said, we talked about food. We talked about my constipation problems. We talked about the importance of certain vitamins and minerals when the body is trying to conceive. I mean, he didn't measure my hormones or anything like that. You know, anything that you might expect. Um we just we started with nutrition. Um, he told me to take gluten out of my diet. He gave me some supplements, um, you know, based on our conversation and a nutritional questionnaire that I filled out and he just kind of assessed where I, you know, appeared to be lacking in certain key vitamins and minerals. Um, And you know, that he sent me on my way. And I had fully expected to, you know, go back and see him again. But like I've told y'all before, six weeks later, I was pregnant. Um, It was, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. And it was one of the most impactful experiences of my life. And one of the things that led me to where I am today, led me to nutrition. Now that was 15 years ago. I almost can't even believe that. that was almost 15 years ago and at the time this was pretty fringy y'all this thing was pretty on the fringe i can remember getting some weird looks when i told people i was going to see a nature doctor that's what i called him i didn't you know naturopathic doctor you know functional medicine people didn't really know what that was and so i just i said oh he's my nature doctor you know um but today Functional medicine is gaining popularity because I mean people are where I was back then they're desperate you know they're exasperated and conventional medicine is not working for them and so people are seeking alternatives Um, if you've heard of functional medicine or you know had questions about it felt led to seek something different if you're not seeing results with conventional medicine um, that's kind of what I want to unpack today talk about functional medicine What is it? When do you um, seek it out? Um, And also, you know, when maybe when you seek a nutritionist um, in that mix as well. So to help me unpack this topic, I've got my trusty uh, sidekick in business, Carly, my operations manager is here. She's back on the podcast. She is a registered nurse she is studying to become a nurse practitioner and she works as a nutritionist in a functional medicine practice so she's like the perfect person to come on here um, and help us you know understand more about this topic she has got her hands in um, in both pies so to speak you know trained um, conventionally and functionally. So we feel very blessed to have her with us today. Carly, welcome back to the Christian Health Club podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Chelsea. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Well, we love having you on and picking your brain. Um, so, okay. I know that, you know, like I said, most people end up sinking alternative medicine, uh, functional healthcare doctors out of this sense of dissatisfaction or um, or desperation you know from not getting results um, with conventional uh, medical advice or practices so is that kind of what led you there share with us you know how you got there and just start digging into functional medicine and why it's important
1: absolutely so Um, I'm not sure how familiar everyone is with my personal story, but it all started for me. I was a perfectly healthy kid, and then at age 12, I was suddenly diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, and so conventional medicine actually saved my life. I was really close to uh, being in a coma and the outcome not looking so hot, so I'm very grateful for that, Um, and then in the years after... I continued to not feel great and seek more answers. And conventional medicine just didn't give me what I needed at that point. So that's what led me to kind of seek an alternative approach. So I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at 12. And then, you know, over the next few years, I just didn't feel so great. Ended up um, in so many different conventional doctor's offices. And what really struck me about those experiences was that the, you know, those visits were really just devoid of both real any real solutions to my issues um, and also really devoid of compassion as well. So I would be brought in. They would say, oh, you know, you don't have um, such and such thing. You don't have MS. You don't have RA. Um, you look fine. Um, you're fine. You're over-exaggerating. Go home. That type of it's all in your head. It's all yes, in your head. <laughs> yes. And to, you know, I was a 16 year old girl. I definitely, if I would have had an option of making it up, I would have said no to that option. <laughs> <laughs> um, making it up was not the goal at all. I was like, what are y'all talking about? I do not feel well and you are not helping me. So this left me just feeling so pessimistic about conventional medicine and healthcare in general. So i really started to turn my back on it for a long time and i went to nutrition school i just continued to seek alternatives as much as i could and i didn't really hold much stock in conventional medicine anymore so what kind of changed all that and made me decide to go back and go through conventional schooling um i really just became inspired to change the way that medicine is done the way that our conventional paradigm works of healthcare, because um, first I went to school for nutrition, but I realized that there were still some substantial knowledge gaps that could prevent me from helping up, from, from helping patients and clients. So I decided to go through school to become a registered nurse. You know, if not for any other reason than to understand more fully, you know, the experiences that I had throughout my teenage years that were just so frustrating and you know, made me sad and made me mistrust medicine. So with that said, going through conventional education for four years was really challenging because of my background with alternative medicine and really understanding the root causes of disease. Um, it's a completely different model. But I knew that in order to be the best that I could as a healthcare provider, it was necessary. So painful, but necessary.
0: (laughs) So you went through nutritional therapy association and became an NTP and then went to, um, nursing school.
1: Correct. So I actually did my first two years of college pre-nursing. Um, I was about to start nursing school and I was like, Oh gosh, I really want to do this. So I ended up going home, taking a year off and doing the NTA program while I worked that year. And then after that, I still decided like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I might regret it. We're going to see where it it leads me though. So that's when I decided to go back to nursing school. And so I finished my degree in May. So that was two years of nursing school to get my bachelor's degree.
0: Okay. And so now you are studying to be a nurse practitioner you didn't leave it there correct so it obviously worked (laughs) it obviously (laughs) was something that um made you want to seek more so what was that
1: I just realized that I know it's so cliche to say this but we cannot throw the baby out with the bathwater so to speak you know having a provider with both like a conventional conventional healthcare know-how and training That to me is so valuable. And then also having knowledge of alternative solutions, supplements, diet, lifestyle, that's a really powerful combination. And I wanted to be that person. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is, you know, especially when it comes to nutritionists and training, I always say that there is this balance between do you want to do more functional medicine and really blend conventional and alternative? Or do you want to stick with nutrition, diet, and lifestyle and then know when to refer out? yeah so for me, yeah that lack of i wanted to i wanted to be able to do
0: both I wanted to straddle that that line well, girl, you're straddling it, you oh yeah, to, and you do it well <laughs> well, okay, so we're kind of gonna let's move into you know what really is functional medicine, and is it the same as integrative medicine where we're integrating this conventional um, and more alternative approach. Just kind of explain to us really what functional medicine is.
1: Yes, all the terminology gets gets really yes, confusing. There's, like, there's functional, conventional, alternative, integrative, naturopathic. I mean, you could just make a dictionary with all these terms. So just to start out, I'll give you a basic understanding of what functional medicine is and then differentiate between the other um, terms. So functional medicine is in and of itself – root cause centered medicine that is built on the knowledge that the body has an innate ability to heal itself when it's given a chance and when it's given the proper resources to do so.
0: Okay. Can I stop you just real quick right there? Because, um, yes, that, that, and that is how we are trained as nutritional therapists. And it is what, as, you know, a Christian nutritionist and, um, you know, you who also Um, have strong roots in your beliefs is how we believe God made us and how we believe God designed us to be, you know, that he made our bodies so smart with this ability to heal if we give it what it needs. So just had Mm -hmm. to jump in there with that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And disease, I just, I don't think disease is an accident or dysfunction is an accident. I think it's all our body trying to handle the circumstances, the environment, the genetics, everything it's been given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes it shows up in not so fun ways, but we talk about this a lot. Your body is a hundred percent on your side. We just have yes. to give it the tools it needs to be able to recover. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Okay. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, keep on telling us, tell us more.
1: So if you want a more kind of in-depth understanding of functional medicine, there's actually a, um, a medical education group called the Institute for Functional Medicine, and their website is ifm.org. I'll add that to the show notes, but that gives you a more you know, in-depth understanding of what it is. Um, one thing I like to explain about functional medicine is that your symptoms are like branches of a tree. So you can't just say, oh, this branch is, has a disease. Let's just cut it off. And it has nothing to do with the health of the roots because that's just not true. Um, the roots of the tree, if they're not healthy, the branches will be unhealthy as well. So instead of saying, let's name this branch. Okay, this branch is RA. This branch is fibromyalgia. You have to say what's affecting the roots. When you fix the roots, then the branches are healthy and you don't have to worry about naming and fixing, you know, blaming diseases for what's happening with the branches.
0: Yes, that is so true. That's just such a good visual, y'all. Just really take that that, um, that visual of a tree and the branches and, you know, it's the roots that grow the tree. And, um, you know, if those roots aren't healthy, you're gonna grow bad branches. <laughs> yeah, they're not so. gonna be healthy they are not going to be healthy. Um, yeah. And the, the fruit, you know, of course then I'm having this, um, the biblical, um, vision in my head of, you know, planting seeds and bearing fruit. And I'm working a lot with a lot of that right now. Um, just working with that visual in, um, in other ways, but, it's true. It's like if you don't like the fruit, you got to change the root. You know, you if you don't like what you're, what's going on with your body, you have to get to the roots of it. You know, you can't put a band-aid on it. You can't take a pill just to cover it up. You got to understand what's happening um, deep down.
1: Absolutely, totally agree.
0: Okay, so um, so that was a great way to explain that. Um, okay, so how so that's really the you know I guess the main difference between functional medicine and conventional medicine but do you want to explain that a little bit more?
1: Yes. So in contrast to conventional medicine, so conventional medicine is focusing on those symptoms. So it's saying, "Oh, okay, this branch. We have we have said that, you know, on your labs you have antibodies to this, so you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis and that means you get such and such treatment and it's not very holistic. It's just looking at, okay, your thyroid's acting up. It's just your thyroid We isolate that system, and we just treat the symptoms. So the body systems just don't live in silos like conventional medicine specialties have kind of created things to be. So you don't need to have a functional medicine neurologist and cardiologist and nephrologist usually. A functional medicine doctor is looking at the overall health picture, and really any intervention that they do is targeted to help all of your problems because it's focused on the roots, not the branches.
0: Okay. And so, um, I think, yeah, that's where a lot of people, um, you know, it is so true. Like I have a cardiologist and I have my endocrinologist Mm -hmm. and I have, so the problem with your thyroid, you know, is connected to the problem with your digestion is connected to the problem with your fibromyalgia. I mean, it's all connected, you know, and you might be seeing all these different doctors, but unless you are approaching the, that body as a, um, you know, as a holistic system, then um, you're, you're not really addressing the root problem.
1: Mm-hmm. And I also will say that specialists are trained into disease. They're not trained into health. So they might say, oh, you know, your Hashimoto's, you know, like your antibodies are down. Like, let's say they were whatever, over 900, and now they're down to 100 they're happy. They're like, okay, whatever. You can keep eating gluten and keep taking this medicine that I gave you. Um, They're just not interested in optimizing health most of the time, unfortunately. And so they're they're focused on preventing like serious complications or an emergency situation. They're just not trained to really focus on you feeling great. Because even if your antibodies are low, you may still have symptoms. You might still feel crappy and tired and all those things. So functional medicine really is – not only just focusing on the root cause, but you know, optimizing the function of your body.
0: Right, exactly. All right, so we've kind of thrown some turns around. So is, is functional medicine, is it the same as naturopathic medicine, alternative medicine, integrative medicine? I mean, is there a difference in the, in the breakdown?
1: Mm-hmm. So I would say functional medicine and integrative are the closest related. Okay. Like to me, I use them, I would say almost interchangeably, I would say functional medicine is like the branded term for integrative medicine because there's a whole like Institute for Functional Medicine. It's it's really a specific training modality, but it's very similar to integrative. So integrative is more general. It's really anybody that integrates, you know, exactly what it sounds like, integrates conventional and alternative. So if you have an infection, um, they might give you antibiotics if, it, if it's, you know, really not responding to you know natural treatments or elderberry or something like that so being able to use both um the multiple tools of the toolbox that's integrative medicine
0: okay okay good deal um okay and then so okay naturopathic okay.
1: alternative right
0: yes okay yes.
1: so the, i know these terms get super confusing so alternative so medicine <laughs> yeah i know it's crazy so alternative medicine is a term that's often used. But when I, what I really think alternative medicine does is, you know, throws the baby out with the bathwater. Um, because just because taking antibiotics, you know, 24-7, 365 is not great for you, it doesn't mean that they're not totally necessary at other times. So alternative really implies, you know, conventional is one way. Alternative is a completely other way. And so they don't talk to each other at all. So I think that also contributes to problems as well Um, because conventional medicine, it's hard for them to respect if you just say, whatever, I'm not listening to anything you say, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to do, you know, just going to take some garlic and not care about this infection. So that's alternative medicine to me is just completely saying, I'm not going to do conventional at all, and I'm going to do this alternate approach, which does work in a lot of instances, but not always.
0: Right, not always. And like you said, it's nice to be able to pull from – um, from both toolboxes. And that's really where they integrate and come together. And, um, you know, it seems like there are more and more, um, you know, medical doctors, um, that are seeking to be trained in functional medicine, just, you know, same as your situation. Um, you, you kind of did it the other way. Um, (laughs) but, um, you know, the doctors themselves having the dissatisfaction with, um, you know really treating disease instead of promoting health or you know mm-hmm. trying to get to root causes and so there are a lot of conventionally trained doctors that are getting this functional medicine training and that um and that's pretty incredible resource to have
1: yep absolutely one thing i want to mention is naturopathic medicine is generally um a naturopathic doctor or traditional naturopath and though so nds it's like naturopathic doctor is actually a licensed degree just like a medical doctor or a do okay in many states they're not licensed in every state but they still go through four years of training um they don't have a residency so i completely respect naturopathic doctors as well um they're trained as really primary care generalists and so they, I don't think they're licensed in Texas, but that is another um, modality. It's really more like holistic primary care is what naturopathic medicine is to me. It, they can really be, they can do alternative medicine or they can steer more integrative or functional.
0: Hmm. Well, like I said, my nature doctor was, uh, I mean he <laughs> called himself a naturopathic doctor Um, You know, what's interesting is though, you know, we live, I live in Texas. I live pretty close to the border. He has um, an office, you know, in the, in the bigger city. That's about an hour away from where I am, but he also has an office in Mexico and um, he would work with a lot of his patients there because, you know, there were less regulations around what he could do, which sounds kind of scary, but also, um, he had a lot of success in, um, working with people, um, you know, with cancer and such. So, uh, you know, this is just, it's such a huge topic and it really, the, the laws do vary from state to state as to, you know, what doctors are allowed to practice and such. And so, um, yeah, it does, it's, that's a big topic to kind of unfold here.
1: Yeah. And it's, it is, to me, it's tricky, Before I went through conventional schooling, I was like, nutritionists should be able to practice wherever they want because you just see all these people that are so unhealthy and just need basics. Like, they really just need – like, when I even first graduated from nutrition school and I didn't have a lot of experience, I still would think to myself, like, so many people could just use help with their food. Right. just eating, like, nothing out of a package. Like, it it really just takes a lot of education and some hand-holding as well. So – I was all for that when I first graduated from, from um, nutrition school. I was like, why wouldn't naturopathic doctors and nutritionists be able to practice everywhere? But I recognize that there are limitations to the scope of practice for both. Um, in general, I, I wish that there were more open, open practice laws because personally, I'm in Florida as a nutritionist. I cannot practice unless I'm under a licensed um, medical provider. Um, so we by working for a company, I'm allowed to do nutrition, but otherwise I could not do it on my own. Um, it's just a tricky situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, tell, kind of tell us about where your experience, what you're doing now, um, working as a nurse in and in a nutritionist in a functional medicine office. What, um, like what makes your work setting unique from other healthcare environments that you've experienced? Cause you've experienced a lot of them. <laughs>
1: I know I've actually gotten a really good breath and like and going through nursing school that really will just like, you know, it'll take all of the like fear and shame out of you. You just you just start doing stuff and it it was good. It was really good for me, I'll have to say. Um, <laughs> but I'm so glad I feel like the environment that I work in is like a very healing environment. Like it's very relaxing. We really, really focus on treating patients like people and not like an object not like a disease um and this is sounds really cheesy but i just truly believe that unconditional love and kindness are the best medicine that there is that exists um you know regardless of somebody's religion somebody's background because there are plenty of people that come in that aren't christians people need and crave love and care in order to really heal
0: it's just true i mean it's so true it is that full package and like you said you know even if you know people of course people are coming in of all backgrounds and you know religious backgrounds um it doesn't change the fact that you know we love and we serve and we treat every person um you know with kindness and just with that um respect you know and i know you as a um a healthcare professional i mean it sadly it's it's so missing and you know in most of what we experience today in healthcare.
1: yeah absolutely and you know the, the experiences that i went through before i really found out that i had my two other autoimmune diseases that really taught me that we are treating patients like let's just code let's just code their diagnosis let's just you know we need to bill their insurance for such and such thing and a lot of focus on typing into the computer but not making eye contact, not listening to the person. Um, because even if they didn't, these doctors had not had answers for me because they didn't. They didn't have anything constructive for me. If they would have just said, like, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I really feel for you. That would have meant the world in and of itself.
0: That seems very basic. like <laughs> It is.
1: It <laughs> that, is basic, but it's but that But that would happen.
0: I mean, it's so sad. It's terrible. Oh my God, I know,
1: I don't wanna get, I don't want to end on a sad note, but I really just think that the number one thing that we're missing in healthcare is love. We don't necessarily need a different, you know, training paradigm, although I think it's super helpful. And you know, if we simply just, as healthcare professionals as i is how I'm speaking, if we simply held more love and compassion for patients and we listened completely without judgment and without constantly typing into our computer, you know, providing counsel, compassionate solutions, that would solve so many problems just on its own.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree so much. I agree. Well, tell what, so kind of what do you, so how, if somebody comes in and into your office, kind of a new um, patient, a new client, what does that look like?
1: So we start out by doing, so this is another thing that kind of differentiates our office from other functional medicine offices we call it less is more, less is more approach. So we start out by really focusing on what are the gaps in their diet, their lifestyle, um, their supplement regimen, their exercise. And we focus on kind of getting those things right um, before we move on and do a bunch of fancy, expensive, you know, hormone tests, that type of thing. So, you know, we get the roots healthy and then invasive interventions come on later. So we do like a six week basic, um, functional medicine program with them, um, that involves some supplements, like some basic stuff just to kind of get their body, um, back to baseline. And then after that, we do more personalization.
0: Okay. And that, so, you know, that was what I found when I went to see, um, my nature doctor was, you know, we just kind of went and covered the basics about, nutrition and digestion, you know, and that kind of thing, which, uh, you know, I I was like, okay. And you you know, like I said, I fully thought I might have to go back for more, but that's, you know, that's what did it. And so, you know, now looking back and, you know, what we do as nutritionists, that's a lot of um, the way that we're trained through Nutritional Therapy Association is to, um, you know, to help support people's body systems with good nutrition and some lifestyle changes, some supplements if necessary. So it kind of begs the question, you know, when, you know, what is that difference? When might we seek a nutritionist versus a functional medicine provider? You know, where do we start? Do we always need both? Do we do one before the other? You know, all of that. What are your thoughts?
1: So, I will say that, you know, as we've alluded to earlier, as nutritional therapists, we were really trained, you know, in a way that's compatible with functional medicine. So, it's not necessarily that it doesn't work with functional medicine, it's just that you might not need both at the exact same time. It really just depends on your individual situation. Um, so, I think one thing that's, you know, really important for us as nutritionists to remember, especially if you're working independently like Chelsea does. You know, you know when to refer out um, right. to a functional medicine doctor or another specialist or even another, you know, um, nutritional therapist that specializes in, in something that you do not. So that's the number one thing is as nutritional therapists, just knowing when to refer out. So in terms of the patient side, um, you can consider functional medicine. There's a few different um situations you might want to do functional medicine instead of just nutrition at first. So, you know, if you have a chronic condition or you need a medication prescription, of course, Chelsea's not writing prescriptions.
0: No. <laughs> yep, that's above my pay grade. Out of yep, my
1: scope. Not yep, doing that. Not doing um, that. And then if you have an autoimmune disease, um, that's something that might be helpful for you. Even if you just go for them to be able to, you know, watch and maintain your autoimmune disease and hopefully give you some suggestions And then also if you've tried some diet and exercise and lifestyle modifications and if it hasn't provided enough relief yet. So if you're still feeling like you have all these extra symptoms and maybe even working with a nutritionist for a little bit or you've just been working on um, food and lifestyle um, on your own, um, that might be
0: something to consider as well. Okay. Yeah, because I think, um, you know, like I said, when I went to – my nature doctor and it, you know, it was like 380 (laughs) bucks, you know, it was, yeah, it was expensive. Um, and we covered essentially what I cover with somebody in a, um, you know, just covering those basics of nutrition and just really optimizing the body systems. And so, you know, I'm obviously a lot cheaper than a uh, functional medicine doctor. And so I just think that it's helpful for people to have an idea, you know, a realistic idea of, um, you know, where to start and just the option of knowing, you know, option of knowing that, that um, it's, you might be able to really turn your health around. I mean, we see it every day with with Mm -hmm. people changing diet and um, some lifestyle, but absolutely there are, there is a time and a place where it is time to, you know, Refer to somebody with expertise in these areas, which obviously I don't have. You know, and other nutritional therapists and such don't have, and and that's and that's how we're trained. We're trained not to practice out of our scope, to know when to refer out, to support the body as best we can, and if um, somebody needs more help, then we will help them find find that person.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I think that's really important to remember. Um, and what you're paying for really with functional medicine is. Nutritional therapy school is a lot less expensive than somebody's like, you know, 12 years of, you know, college, Absolutely. medical school and residency. Sure. So you're really, we're really passing back the savings to clients slash patients. Um, and even within functional medicine. So in my office specifically, um, of course, functional medicine providers also give nutrition and lifestyle advice. Sometimes it's a little hard for me to know like what my, like what am I going to do here? So sometimes really as nutritionists, we're bridging the gap for patients. Like let's say the functional medicine doctor wants me to talk to somebody about sleep. They don't have to spend like 30 minutes talking to this person about sleep. I can do it. And so it's really just knowing my role within the office. And also as a nutritionist, we're more focused on habit change and goal setting. So really really getting, you know, with the patient or client really getting clear on what their goals are you know why they're motivated to do this and how they're going to get there
0: exactly exactly um so so where you are um you are working in um in both capacities really as a nutritionist and um as a nurse um so do what kind of um you know, advanced interventions might you do, do you offer beyond, um, you know, once you've kind of run that gamut with people and they need more help, like what are some of the things that a, a functional medicine doctor um, can do?
1: So include stuff like lab tests. Like I know a lot of us get our blood drawn for like, let's say our primary care doctor. Functional medicine doctors generally run a more comprehensive lab panel. Like I know on our cholesterol podcast, we we talked about this, but doing a more comprehensive um, lipid panel, um, adding more supplements, adjusting medications, because sometimes when you make all these diet and lifestyle changes, like let's say your thyroid medicine needs to be decreased, a functional medicine doctor can do that. Um, we also do IVs. So if somebody's gut is really compromised, sometimes they're not able to absorb nutrients as well that they're taking in orally. So we'll do glutathione and um, um, it's called IV nutrient therapy. So it's really like B vitamins, um, vitamin C, um, calcium, magnesium, all that good stuff really to just replenish the body. And it's especially good for immunity. So we do that as well. Um, Vitamin B12 injections, again, for the same reason, because people tend to not have the best absorption if their gut's all all wonky and leaky. (laughs) It's just not not good. So we really – it's really a temporary solution to kind of bypass the gut and get somebody feeling better more quickly. Um, hormone replacement therapy. Um, we also do some advanced, like, diagnostic testing. So we do um, a bioelectrical impedance analysis, which is basically um, a body composition test, and we also do something called an endopat, which tests the flexibility of the blood vessels. So we have a lot of different tools that are um, beyond what I would use myself just as a nutritionist. So it really is a good option, especially if you've, you know, run the gamut of eating real food, changing your, you know, changing your lifestyle, reducing stress, um, address your sleep, all those things.
0: Yes. And, um, and of course, you know, I think it's the, what's offered Is going to vary from one Mm -hmm. functional medical doctor to another. Would that be correct to say? Oh,
1: absolutely. Um, one thing to be to be aware of is you want to make sure that they're doing less is more. Like if you if you're with them and and you I would say you know ask them, is this going to change what the plan is going to be? So let's say they want to add an extra test on that might be three hundred or three hundred and fifty dollars. Say you know is this going to change? what we're going to be doing like in the next six months and if they say no and they're just like oh i just want a baseline for for reference just be aware that a lot of times even though it's completely well-intentioned um they don't think quite as much about the like the cost of every single test and so in our office that's something we really focus on is being very cost conscious and making sure we make it affordable so that you know these lifestyle changes can be sustainable for
0: the long term Okay, so are, are services in your office office um, covered by insurance for your patients and clients?
1: Oh yes, we need to talk about insurance.
0: Sorry, did I open up <laughs> the, the can of in the worms? Room. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> okay, so here here's the deal with insurance. I'll just give you the, give you the nitty gritty. Okay. So with insurance, the way that insurance is has been created, it is based on us. You know, seeing the the unhealthy branch and naming the branch, and then tying everything we do as healthcare providers, professionals, to that branch. So whatever the branch might be. So for me, type one diabetes, um, that was the branch, and they have to say, you know, um, prescribed insulin that applies to that one branch, that type of thing. So insurance is really based on naming all the branches and making sure that treatments are tied to that. It is not focused on prevention or spending time with the patient or, you know, communicating with the patient. You know, time is not necessarily that valuable to insurance companies. They really just want to see that you did certain interventions. So insurance in general is not the most awesome model for outcomes. However, There is a way to do insurance that is a hybrid, and that's what the company that I currently work for does. So we use insurance for lab testing and for some appointments and as much as we can for treatments or, you know, special things like IVs. And then we also charge a membership fee to really make the experience more comprehensive. So to allow the doctor to spend more time with you, you know, it includes like it includes nutrition coaching from me. Um, It includes so many other things that insurance does not pay for. So that's really where I stand with it, is that the hybrid model, we are using that to, you know, maximize people's insurance because you don't want to pay a bunch of money for insurance every month and then not feel like you're reaping the rewards of that. So this hybrid model is really, in my opinion, the best of both worlds. Um, A lot of functional medicine doctors just do cash because the whole insurance billing process can be very cumbersome.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, and limiting, you know, like you have to, if, if your code isn't on the branch, you know, mm-hmm. you, yep. you, we can't go to another, we can't go anywhere else. We have to stick to the branch. And if your, you know, whatever you need doesn't fall within a, a, a code and insurance code in the branch, then you're kind of out of luck. Um, exactly. and I think that's a mm-hmm. really, that's just so sad. It just, that's really the pro, you know, the problem. But you know, I know uh, people do pay for insurance, and then they want to be able to use it. Yeah, for good reason. Know? Yes, I mean, it is expensive. Um, it, you know, I have people ask if I take insurance. I don't. You know, I'm. I don't. I don't have insurance codes. I don't. You know, that's not how we work. Um, mm-hmm. but I have had some people have some success using their um health savings accounts you know and some of that that flexible spending and so you know that is that is an option as well
1: yes using your hsa when you can you can use it on um, it really depends on your insurance company but oftentimes you're able to use it on like ivs anything you purchase at the doctor's office so whether that's you know supplements um some sort of vitamin or um, your co pays. So just look into your insurance company and see what their rules are regarding the HSA accounts. Um, Usually, membership payments. So, like for our office, we have two levels of membership there's a lower one and a higher one. Usually, um, insurance companies don't allow us to use HSAs on those specifically. But um, you can you're welcome to look into your insurance company and see what the rules are but you know use it as much as you can as as is what i say um i've i've been a few places where you know again throwing the baby out with the bathwater just because it's not the best system in the entire world doesn't mean we should just be like you know what this is so irrelevant we're just not going to use it and we're going to charge a lot for appointments
0: (laughs) right right um right and but also don't let you know to the people listening don't let your insurance dictate your health care though also you know Mm -hmm. don't because some people well i can't you know i can't see a functional medicine doctor or or, oh you know they'll ask oh you don't take insurance okay i'm like dude pay you know pay the 80 bucks or whatever i mean it is you know (laughs) It is just such an investment in your health. Yeah. And it makes me sad when people, you know, are like, oh, not covered by insurance. I'm not going to do it. And so they, they just keep moving forward with, um, what they're doing, which is not working, you know? Um, and so yeah. again, it, and you just, you just got to take all of this with, you know, yeah. balance and, um, a good head around it and don't throw yeah. the baby out with the bath water on either side, you yeah. know, and you,
1: you gotta, you gotta make an investment in your health at the end of the day. Think like your health is very, very important, and you know, on a practical note, feeling better increases how much you could earn. So if you're <laughs> if you're if you're just feeling crappy all the time, you're not going to be motivated to really get after it or you know do that entrepreneurial thing you always wanted to do. But when you feel vibrant and healthy, you feel capable of doing anything. And I think that's something that we really need to focus on. Is sometimes it's worth the investment. I'm not saying you need to spend ten thousand dollars.
0: No, Mm-mm. but
1: just making even simple like, you know, what, I'm going to take a leap of faith and just pay for this $80 consultation with Chelsea. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to spend money on supplements, even though my insurance doesn't cover them. Because I know that, you know, prevention is a lot more important than trying to, you know, or not necessarily a lot more important, but prevention is a lot more useful than trying to figure this out in t- 10 years when I have issues so that's you know that's something that i always come back to i'm like you know what i know it's expensive but health is really important
0: it's important to be proactive i think you know in their health too many people are reactive you know they're waiting until um they get that diagnosis and they're at the doctor and then they're trying to work backwards you know and um instead of taking the bull by the horns at the beginning you know before there's a problem you know um before there's a problem and optimizing your body now. And also want to speak to exactly what you said about when you feel better, everything in your life is better. I mean, honestly, my underlying goal, you know, yes, I want everybody to be healthy, but that is so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be in your work. Um, as a parent, I mean, I know that when I am not eating optimally, you know, I am so much less patient and more snappy with my family, and I'm just—I'm not the mother, I'm not the wife that I want to be. You know, I just feel crappy, and that just like exudes out of me, <laughs> you know, and, um, and and just the way we serve our communities, everything—it just affects every single thing that we do in our life, and so. When we feel well we serve well you know that's one of the things i say in in all areas so i'm with you sister all the way it's just it you know it affects every area and it's so critical and please don't wait um until something you know terrible happens or you get a diagnosis um and you have to work reactively it's just amazing when you can work proactively whether that's with a nutritionist or a functional medicine doctor or a conventional doctor i mean Mm -hmm. You know, don't wait until, um, don't wait until it's too late. Act now. Um, Okay, so if somebody is interested in a a functional medicine doctor, I mean, how do you even go about finding one?
1: so the training body for functional medicine again is called institute for functional medicine Um, they have a practitioner locator that i'll link to in the show notes but you can look up basically your zip code or your city and it will pull up um, functional medicine um, practitioners that have trained with ifm Um, ifm i recommend because it has really strict um how, how do i say this strict qualifications for people that have that are go through their trainings so you have to have a certain license or degree, and then you also have to like go through a certain number of their programs before you're listed and be a member so that they're getting access to continuing education. Um, so that's one way to find practitioners. Um, for my personal um, practice that I work for, is called it's called Forum Health. And so that company is incredible. Of course, I'm biased, but it's working to make functional medicine more accessible and affordable on a mass scale. So I work in our Florida location, which is in Tampa. Um, but there are a few in Texas and Illinois and Utah as well. And we're continuing to grow. Um, so I'll link to the forum health website in the show notes as well. If you're interested in um, becoming a
0: patient there. That's very, very cool. I guess I didn't, I didn't realize that. Um, I like accessible and affordable.
1: Yes, we're working those, on it.
0: <laughs> those are things I like. Yes. <laughs> um, um, okay, that is that is very cool. Um, so much good information um, here today. Um, anything that we didn't cover that you want to add?
1: I really think that's it. I am like so grateful that you invited me on. This is obviously a. a a topic I'm very passionate about, topic that's really close to my heart. So thank you, Chelsea, so much.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. Well, thank you. Um, Again, you were just the perfect person to do this because you do have your, uh, you are straddling that conventional and that, you know, um, that functional world. And I do love how they can work together. um, And then it shouldn't be, and it doesn't have to be one or the other, um, you know, we should all just be looking at, um, you know, helping people and doing it from that pay- place of love and compassion. Um, that just makes everything go so much better. So, um, you know, I would also say to people, if you're not getting that vibe <laughs> or that feeling, mm-hmm. or you know, just feeling like that, you're not getting what you need. Um, you know, make a change. I know that can be easier said than done because people are so hamstrung by, you know, insurance, uh, you know, requirements and things like that. But, um, you know, where you can make a change and be your own health advocate, you have to be because um, nobody's health matters more you know, then to yourself, your health matters to nobody more than to yourself. And so you have to be your own health advocate. And don't just let your health care happen to you, you seek out the health care that is best for you um, in any of these areas that we talked about today. So um, that's what we would leave you with. And I know Carly and I both um, just pray and just wish good help on everyone and that um, we are agreed in that fact that like we said, when you feel well, you just serve well. And um, as Christians, you know, we can um, get out into the world and just be the hands and feet of Jesus and such a bigger level and a bigger scale and just show up in this world and have a bigger presence and let that light shine, you know, as opposed to um, just feeling well and kind of cowering down and just um, not not being everything and living into our fullest potential. So I know that's where our heart is—is is just um, serving people to do that, and um, that's just what I want everybody to to have. Healthcare, um, people in life that feel the same, you know, that feel that and want that for them. So I wish that for all of you. Thank you so much, Carly, for coming on today, and to all of you listening and taking this time with us here. Um, I hope you all have a healthy and blessed week and I'll talk to you soon.